Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm so excited to have you here for the Women Thrive podcast. Today I have a special guest, Claudia Spar, with us. And today we'll be talking about how to cultivate female leaders' mindsets to be rooted in your power and become the change so needed in the world. I'm so excited to have you here, Claudia, for today's podcast. Oh, thank you, Raimonda. It's so great to be able to talk about one of my favorite subjects with you. Amazing. And if you don't know Claudia yet, I'm so excited to introduce her to you, all of our listeners today. Now, Claudia is not only chosen as one of our speakers for our Women Thrive Summit coming up in in March, she's also the founder and CEO of Holy Mama. She's an international speaker, author, and has certified retreat leaders in over 20 countries and led more than hundreds of international retreats since 2006. Before becoming a health and wellness expert, Claudia spent over a decade reporting for radio and TV as a broadcast journalist and foreign correspondent. She's been featured as a wellness pioneer by international media, including The Telegraph, Guardian, Huffington Post, and Psychologies Magazine. Claudia, I am so excited to have you here. Welcome. Thank you. You know, it all sounds great, this intro, and I'll let you into a secret. Those intros are written by us, right? (laughs) I am just a normal person. I wake up in the morning and I think, oh gosh, today's going to be our, you know, today I've got to do all these things. And sometimes I go to sleep and I think I'm, I'm not actually good enough. So just so you know, when we have these amazing accomplishments in life, it doesn't mean we're suddenly stop being real people. So I just wanted to add that there because, you know, the intro, it's true. I have done all those things and I worked bloody hard, you know, to get where I am today. But, and this is what I think is so important for everyone who's an entrepreneur or who's on this journey to understand is it is not like you have this first thing you have to do and then it's all clear sailing and then, you know, you cease being a human being. It's constant growth. And this is why it's such a beautiful thing to be an entrepreneur, because you are constantly growing and learning about yourself, about the world around you, about people. And, you know, especially in this service orientated business that I'm in, I learn so much about people every day. And that's why that's what gets me up in the morning. And I really love, you know, your tenacity in this and just being real human because I believe this is how we build true and authentic connections because so many people out there build their personal brands and it looks so amazing on the outside, but it's what's inside that truly matters. And ever since we connected through um, a mentoring program by Les Brown, I feel like you have always just showed up as authentic self. And that is how I think you've grown such a huge audience and following in what you're doing. Not only your work is incredible, but also just your heart. And I'm so honored to have you part of the summit coming up in March. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ramonda. Thank you for 
Yeah, it's. I think it's important we recognize each other as we are, you know, especially in this environment we're living in. There's so much disconnection, and there's, you know, we're going into this very digital, high tech. Uh, world, and if you know, m- most of us are old enough to remember what it was like before um, iPhones and and all this digital technology comes came along, and now we're of course with the with this whole pandemic, a lot of us have been very isolated. So even more so, we need to show our humanity and connect from heart to heart. And you can do this through this portal. I always say this is a this is like a stargate, this little green dot on the computer that I'm looking at. It yes, it's a piece of technology, but it's your opportunity to connect with and and those listening, you know, if you're listening to this, you've got I mean audio it's actually my first love radio. It's how I started out. And there's this this um it's not just an idea, but it's actually a fact that our voice, the anima, it's our soul expressing. A bit like looking into someone's eyes is is looking into someone's soul. So when you hear someone's voice, there's a resonance. It's this is why sound healing works so well because it's vibrational that allows you to feel them. So it's all about where I think what what's happening now and it's very exciting is that we are learning how to connect energetically and without being too woo about this because when you use the word energy and <laughs> it can often mean all it can you know it can be a little bit vague but i do believe that you know we we look at things like reiki and energy healings there is a lot to it that we are actually exploring our energetic beingness now go up to the water if you're near the forest you know go up to go up to the trees look at the leaves just you know connect with with what is around you and and you know other humans of course not just plants and animals <laughs> amazing i love that because as you say you know energy is everywhere our computers our technology is powered by energy we are powered by energy and we connect through energy as you say we all have our own distinctive uh, essence about ourselves from our voice from our presence and, and the energy that we radiate in this world and it truly can be powerful i want to dive in a little bit and i know you will be talking more about this in in the summit but i want to dive in a little bit more into your story so you're a very successful journalist you had a great career but you have chosen to go on your own and start your own business I know some women might be in a similar position where they're considering of leaving their current careers or have just transitioned. Tell me a little bit more about your journey in doing so. Yes, it's it's always this thing when we when we change something. I, I believe most of us, and, and I think as human beings, we are creatures of comfort. And this is why it's so hard for us to to transition. And this is why this pandemic has been so hard for so many people, because there's a lot of newness a lot of, you know, let's go back to normal. And so when, in my specific case, and I, I'm imagining a lot of people can relate to this, when you're working in corporate, when you have a good job that pays a good salary, but it's not all 100% perfect because you would actually like to be more free. You would like to have a better work-life balance. A lot of women listening to this, um, I see it a lot, of course, because of my community. I have a lot of mothers in my community. When they become mothers, they suddenly don't want to go back to the job they had. So that's another moment where you're pushed out of something, even though, you know, when I say comfort zone, it means many things. But I think for a lot of 
people who are transitioning from corporate to working for themselves, it feels like too much of a risk to take. Now, what happened in my case was I, you know, I jokingly call it the moment I was booted out of patriarchy. I had no choice. I was called into a feedback meeting with four male bosses who were very old school and they, they wanted, they thought, I mean, this is really old fashioned, but they really thought that a woman couldn't do that job. Just generally a woman. It was machismo, pure Swiss machismo. Um, and they, they wanted to replace me with a man. So they, they, they didn't have a reason to find me because I was doing my job extremely well. So they, they gave me a year's salary. So it was a bit like a golden handshake, not a handcuff. So you go from the golden handcuff to the golden handshake to freedom. Now, first you fall into a hole. I mean, I think that's normal. I did because you feel like you failed everything you've done. If you're a career minded, everything you've done in your life, you know, it's all about achievement, achievement and, and ticking all the boxes and, you know, getting the grades, doing the, doing the right thing, being the good girl or the good boy, whatever. So the first, the first response is usually what on earth am I going to do? And I know a lot of people who have now had redundancies due to, you know, there's a lot of redundancies all the time and corporate is about hiring and firing. It's, it's the environment, which is, it's very hierarchical and it's based on fear. Everyone's afraid. Those on top are afraid too, because you're, you're not safe. It's an unsafe environment. So first I had to really transform all of that thinking and get over this idea that I had failed and see it as a massive opening. And just to, to cut a long story short, I went to see a guru in Wembley. <laughs> it was, he was this crazy, I mean, he was very interesting, eccentric character who did my numerology and my astrology. And he was sort of a psychic. And I think what happens when you go and see psychics, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of wishy-washy stuff out there and there's, I don't think it really works. However, it can if they say something that triggers something in you, and I do think a good psychic actually reads your energy or connects with your energy because you have all the answers inside you. It's not them saving you. But anyway, he in that moment said, you're going to, looks like you're going to leave London. And I was like, I don't want to leave London. <laughs> and then he said, looks like you're never going to work for anyone else ever again. And part of me just went, oh my God goodness, yes. And I remember running out and he had this little um, room above a tire shop in Wembley. And it was, the whole thing was just out of a, it was surreal. It was out of a movie. And I ran down those stairs and it was like this red carpet had been rolled out in front of me. And I was like, yes, I finally get to be a writer. And I booked a ticket to go to Cambodia and I took myself out to Asia and spent a year writing a novel and living this bohemian life and having an amazing time, spent about 20% at most of my severance pay. And then that led me into the world of yoga and wellness. And, you know, the, the, there are a few stories I'm, I'm going to end on this note, but it was basically when something like this happens, doors will open. And it's being receptive to those openings and really it's about really connecting with yourself in a way that allows you to go, ah, what did I want to actually do when I was 20? Well, what were my dreams? 
what were my aspirations before I got caught up into in this kind of serious world of careers and mortgages and and I think that that's the key to you really having that that power and that energy to be an entrepreneur and to do your own thing and not everybody has to be an entrepreneur some people choose to stay in corporate and it doesn't mean that they're not going to have a great life because I believe also as we're changing our systems there needs to be a lot of people within corporate who get it and who go you know what let's do this meeting differently let's not have so much um people trying to get their point across let's try and have more of a sharing like a circle where everyone gets to share and then really good creative ideas will come up because people who are working teams i mean co- some corporate companies are really good at teamwork you know so so i'm not trying to sort of do a polarity for me it was what i needed to do i needed to work on my own mm. and um you know and those people who do sometimes when a door closes it's a sign that that's not your path you you know you can try and force a square peg into a round hole as much as you like but you've got to find another path and you truly have found this new path and not only you have built a very successful wellness business yourself, now you also certify other wellness leaders in becoming certified um, wellness retreat leaders. So tell me a little bit more about this leadership uh, role that you have taken on and have been able to train other people in the wellness industry. Thank you for asking that. So when I had the idea to start training other leaders, it was because my company, the Holy Mama, was starting to do extremely well. And there started to be a recognition that there was a massive need for this. And there were only so many retreats I could do. So I actually told my my ex-partner that I wanted to do this. And his response was, why would you, why would you want to do that? Then everyone will take your customers away from you. And that's the old mindset. That's the scarcity mindset. It doesn't work like that. The more you actually share your gifts and share what you're doing that's working well, the more, and this is this lift as we rise, you know, this when, when you rise, everyone, you get everyone to rise if you're, if you're being open about it and not being like, oh, this is only me who can do it. People are going to copy me, but now I'm not going to let out my secrets. No, I share my secrets. I encourage them to, to try it out. I mean, this is why I do the training. I tell them, you know, this is where I mis- made mistakes. This is where you need to look out. But it's mainly about empowering them to be their own leaders. And this automatically then lifts you as the, you know, the leader of the leaders or or whatever, you know, it's not hierarchical in the sense that it's like that. It's more like we're all moving forward together. Um, They inspire me every day. I've led, um, I think it's the seventh group now that, uh, that I'm certifying and they're from all over the world. And now the first man as well, and different, you know, different cultures, different, I mean, you see it with this summit, there are just incredible women who come together. And I think as we're moving into this multiverse of, of eclectic multicultural, I and mean, this is what makes, you know, I always think of nature when you think of a, a tropical forest, how, diverse it is and this is this is a colorful world you know this is a beautiful world this is not 
you know, this this uh, this is why I think we're you know we're on the same page here, and I love it how you put together your some you know you bring in speakers from all over the world with so many different perspectives. And it's all welcome. If this is what we need, we need this inclusive conversation and these inclusive uh, summits where everyone who speaks has a voice and everyone who's listening feels that a representative of what they're going through has just spoken their truth. That's so true. And I, I love how you say, you know, the forest, the tropical forest has a bit of everything and they all thrive together and it becomes an ecosystem. And without a certain part within that ecosystem, it wouldn't be able to thrive. You know, if you put birds or mushrooms or the trees, they're all interconnected like we are interconnected in this world. We all you know, bounce off each other. We're here because we create this community. So I really love your perspective on that and the importance of collaboration because I know women particularly go through unique challenges. And I know you have experienced quite a few yourself. And, you know, for you to now be able to inspire other people and talk about the challenges that you have experienced along the way. What inspires you to empower other women along this journey? I'm going to have to just sit with that question for a moment. You know, I I think it was so compulsive for me that I don't really have a choice. I don't know if you've ever done the the this. Um, I think it's called the Desire Map Process by um, Danielle Laporte, and it was all about how do you want to feel. And so one of mine I, it was to be inspired and inspiring. They kind of go together. It's because I love being inspired. I mean, if you look, if you take the word apart, uh, inspire, inspirare is from Latin. It means to breathe life into. It, it's it's all about um, you know breathing light as well. So it's a vitality thing, I think, um, and it's also because I know how hard it is, and, and you know I've been in the dredges of, of um, you know, from from living in a very coercive relationship to being in a in a job where I was controlled and dominated. <laughs> you know, this is the, the the paradigm we're moving out of collectively. Um, and in, so on. when you go through it on a personal level and you come out of it and you remember what it felt like to be trapped because at the end of the day it's it's about being trapped or being you know being free i mean free freedom is a concept and i know it's banged around a lot right now because of the world situation what does it actually mean um and i don't need to take that apart but to answer your question it for me it just feels like a natural extension and evolution of what my life has been up until now and to to share with others the struggles I've been through and that they too can find a way through and a way out and and because I work so much with transformation on that's the work you do on retreat basically people come and they and they they transform something whether it's just by relaxing or sometimes it really is going through quite a, a deep emotional process and when we go through a transformation or a process there is often a falling apart, of breaking apart, a, a, a breaking down. 
And then on the other side of that, it's that's where the magic is. That's where things suddenly start to become apparent to you and clear to you. But when you're going through that tunnel, I'd be like when, you know, birth, you don't know what's going to happen. It's just very scary. And, and so this is why when, when, for example, a retreat and, and a summit, like what, what, you know, what we're doing together, it is about creating safety. So in these safe spaces, we can transform things quite miraculously. And that can be, you know, listening to a summit can be a transformative experience for someone because they actually, you know, that they suddenly see clarity about something that they've really been struggling with. Um, so yes, I, I, I think this motivates me and, and drives me on in doing this work and being part of the incredible summits like this one. Yeah, thank you so much, Claudia. Your journey has not been an easy one, but I think there is lessons for our audience to really hear your story, to be inspired, to be uplifted. And I really love the work that you do with women leadership, with the retreats and holistic living, which I believe that so many people are moving into. And we can build our life um, very successfully. We can build amazing careers, homes and relationships but it doesn't always mean we're deep down happy or feel aligned because we're trying to meet the expectations of the society sometimes and forget about ourselves. So I'm very excited about hearing your talk during our summit, which will be about cultivating the female leader mindset, being rooted in your power and become the change so needed in this world. So I'm very excited about having you on this summit, Claudia. Thank you. Thank you. So for all of you listening to this podcast and watching this video, perhaps, I would love to invite you to join the Women Thrive Summit. Go over to womenthrivesummit.com, reserve your seat for this upcoming summit in March and be part of this journey. We have built a platform for female leaders, entrepreneurs, authors and speakers to have a voice, to share their message and to inspire you, our audience today. I'm excited that this year we have more than 30 amazing speakers and amazing leaders from all around the world sharing their stories to impact your life, to inspire you and transform something that maybe you are craving in your life right now. Thank you all so much and so much uh, to Claudia who have been sharing her story on this podcast today and we look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you. Thank you.